On a snowy winter's morning, late 1904, Tsar Nicholas II of Russia's ferocious Minister of the Interior was being driven towards St. Petersburg's magnificent railway station in a two-horse, uncovered sleigh. Snow had been falling all night, making the roadway, uncleared as yet at this early hour, very heavy for the horses. It was still falling thickly. As the sleigh drew over to the left before making a turn, the footman noticed a peasant walking slowly on the edge of the pavement with his hands in the pockets of his sheepskin coat and his shoulders hunched up to his ears under the falling snow. On being overtaken, the peasant suddenly faced about and swung his arm. In an instant, there was a terrible shock, a detonation muffled in the multitude of snowflakes. Both horses lay dead and mangled on the ground. The coachman had fallen from the box, mortally wounded. The footman, who somehow survived, had no time to see the man in the sheepskin coat. After throwing the bomb, the man slipped into the surge of people all running to the scene of the explosion and vanished. The crowd assembled around the sledge. The minister, clambering unhurt into deep snow, saw the hostility on their faces and addressed them weakly in his colourless voice. I beg of you to keep off. For the love of God, I beg of you good people to keep off. It was then that a second, taller young man stepped out into the street. Walking up rapidly, he flung another bomb over the heads of the crowd. It struck the minister on the shoulder as he stooped over his dying servant, it fell between his feet, and then it exploded with a terrific, concentrated violence, striking him dead to the ground. The second bomber made away as swiftly as his accomplice. Through the falling snow, people just stared at this small heap of dead bodies lying upon each other near the carcasses of the two horses. Nobody dared approach. How do I know about this? The snow, the man in the sheepskin coat, his tall accomplice. How do I have an almost first-hand account of a murder that usually amounts to a single sentence in the history books? Well, it's because I do have a first-hand account, or the next best thing. I'm staring at a manuscript written in the curly, elegant hand of my great-grandpa, Joseph, inscribed on a thick, woven paper and running to over a hundred pages. This is the Resumer Files. I'm Jessica Dean, and I'm investigating one of history's great unsolved mysteries in six episodes. It's a tale of passion and betrayal that led to one of the great upheavals of the last century, the Russian Revolution. The Resumov Files, Episode 1, The Man in the Sheepskin Coat. Until it was placed into my unsuspecting hands one morning last spring, great-grandpa Joe's unfinished opus was just a bundle of pages wrapped in a wax covering. A little bit about me. I'm a news editor in the London office of a big news network what we call mainstream media these days. It's not as fancy as it sounds, but I'm a journalist when so many people are no longer able to pay their bills by being journalists, which is pretty cool and lucky. If you'd asked me six months ago about early 20th century Russian history, I could not have cared less until the document in question, tagged with a label with my name on it, 
is handed to me by my beloved Grandma Sue just a couple of days before she died. But it was this one event that took me on the quest I'm here to share with you. A quest that was going to send me off in search of the answer to an historical whodunit to find the identity of the man in the sheepskin coat. And in asking that question, I would soon find myself asking other, more personal questions about me, my family, and the stories we've been telling each other for a hundred years since that snowy day in St. Petersburg. 